Hi, I'm Lee, and welcome to the Energy Update podcast. This message is designed to help you navigate the energies of our current time with more grace, ease, and empowerment. You can see a video version of this on my website, leeharrisenergy.com, and there you will also find additional writing that gives you more of a sense of what's going on right now and how you can best navigate it. Enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to the Energy Update for February, coming to you from California. A lot of themes to look at this month, and in some ways, some of them have been showing up for a few years, but we'll dive straight in with the one that showed up for February first and foremost as I was tuning in. Wonder and optimism, and how one in 10 of us are going to be receiving levels of wonder about the world, about the human experience, about what we can do here on the planet, and also optimism, and how it only needs one in 10 of us to show up in order to help fuel that energy in the world. I think with all of the stuff that's been going on lately, the amount of shock and grief and concern about where we're headed and what's going on on the planet, wonder and optimism are really important energies for innovation and for creativity and for solutions. We've talked a lot over the last few years on these energy updates about the rise of innovation and solution in the face of the adversity that we have right now on the planet. I don't know about you, I'm seeing a lot of things that are encouraging to me that people are doing, that groups are doing. And this month in February, there's gonna be a really strong energy of wonder and optimism. And it will show up, the the numbers I was given was in one in 10. If you're in that one who are receiving these levels of energy, it's gonna be super intense, like it's gonna be really charged and you might feel very visionary, very electric. You may still be learning how to ground that wonder and that optimism. So don't be too surprised if people around you seem alarmed or perhaps a little resistant. Bearing in mind that it's not so much what you end up doing with that energy as that energy is just really important in the world right now. People need to feel the charge of possibility, the charge of optimism, and the charge of new creation. So bear in mind that if you come across somebody who seems to be exhibiting that energy and you're in a very different place, leave them be. Be with your feelings and let them be where they are. But it might be that three or four months from now, what they have created, what they are creating, or just the energy that they are exhibiting is something that you yourself are going to be in. It's really important for us when we're in a, what you might call a lower state or a really challenging time in our life, challenging feelings, to not focus our energy on resentment or judgment of people who seem in a very different place. That will only slow our process down. But also to be open and receptive to those who can hold energies of hope, wonder, optimism for us. So if you're in the wonder and optimism group in February, you'll want to nurture it celebrate it and perhaps be mindful of when you share it and who with so that you can continue to cultivate it inside because what it's going to serve for many is a way of creating in the world and bridging people communities and bringing solutions to others and that's going to be long term it's not just february but it might be that some of those downloads are coming in strong in february 
And like I always say when I talk or teach about intuition, don't get too attached to what the vision looks like right now and try and hold on to it as looking the same way a year or two from now. You might have the seed of a vision right now that feels very important, but that as you progress with that vision and as you start to shape it in the world, it will change form, change identity, some new ideas and colors might come in and inform how it looks a year from now. And that's okay. Intuition is supposed to be an ever-evolving thing. So, the next theme that we have this month is conflict, which some of you may be like, oh God, I don't wanna hear more about conflict, Lee. There's been enough of that the last few years, and I'm with you, I get it. But one thing that came in quite strongly is you might be seeing conflict energy showing up for you personally that really is nothing to do with you or the person that you end up in the conflict with. So try and keep this broader perspective. Conflict energy is strong on the planet right now, has been for several years. It's going round. It shows up in anxiety, fear, panic, reactivity. So if you find yourself in conflicts at the moment, particularly in the month of February, just try and ask yourself, is this really personal? Is this really about me or against me? Or am I really feeling driven to have an argument with this person? Or have I just been immersed in this energy because of what I was seeing out there on the news or what this person just said to me or the kind of tricky argument I had this morning with my sister, am I carrying it through? Because a lot of people are unconscious of the conflict energy that they're carrying right now. So you can find yourself caught up in a moment with somebody that really isn't about you and that person. It's what they're carrying from what they had just walked through that morning or the day before. So if you find yourself in one of those moments, to the best of your ability, stay in your heart, be loving and compassionate. Maybe if it's a very aggressive moment, you might need to draw a boundary or walk away. But when you've stepped beyond that moment, ask yourself, was that conflict really about me and this person? Or is it the conflict energy in the wider world? And the conflict energy in the wider world is the rising of emotion, pain, suffering, fear, that is showing up in aggression, defensiveness, attack, dominance. It's very much a world theme right now, but the message I got as I was about to deliver this to you was that many of you might find yourself in February in conflict moments that are really far bigger than they might seem in that moment. And I think this is true of conflict in general. Often what we're arguing about, bothered by, is something that we focus on in a very small way, but it's usually calm from something else. So for you as a conscious person to examine, okay, what was that about for me? How did I end up in that? What do I need to release? Who do I need to forgive? Do I need to forgive myself? To just broaden that energy of conflict out because it's very seductive. And at the moment it's in the air and it's easy to walk into it with people. So. In February, you might find some of that residue floating around. Conflict energy that isn't so much personal, but is actually collective. And having that broader perspective on what it is when it shows up will help you navigate it far more consciously and quickly and in a way that will help the conflict de-escalate. The next theme is a complex one and it is one that kind of surprised me and it will really only relate to those of you who are very psychically attuned or have been perhaps walking a spiritual path for a few decades. This month we are deepening into an era of dimensional separation. 
What I was told was for about the last 20 years, this process has been happening on the planet, but it's, it's really in 2020 and in the years beyond 2020, it's going to be more evident and apparent to more people than ever before. The, the way you think, the way you perceive, the way you see the world, the way you feel about the world, more and more people are being able to separate from their connection to each other. And this isn't just necessarily a bad thing. Sure, we can definitely talk about the problem or the jeopardy of us becoming more separate as a people. This is something different. It's that over the last couple of decades, there has been this growing complexity in consciousness and where we and our human consciousness can reside and how we can to some degree be connected to each other, but be having very unique experiences that are, whereas previously in history, they would have wanted to butt heads against each other or go into conflict. Now there is a bit more peace and space between them. So this has been birthing for the last couple of decades, but you're going to start to notice that you might be feeling far more dimensionally separate to the people around you, to people you are close to, and it's a whole new operating system. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. You might start to experience this as very empowering. It might start to feel to you that, wow, I'm really beginning to inhabit myself in an all new way, and I'm still connected to these people, but I don't have to get enmeshed in the way that I used to. I don't get triggered the way I used to. I actually can feel more love for the people I'm around, but it's actually a level of dimensional separation. You're inhabiting a dimension that you may have been working towards for years through your healing, through psychic, psychically connecting, developing your intuition. It's almost like a new space is opening up for your body. And in some ways we can look at it as consciousness that has risen, but you'll be very viscerally experiencing it. It's like experiencing a new home inside yourself. And some of you won't relate to this at all. It will sound like I'm talking gobbledygook, which is fine. But for those of you who are curious about it and you go, I think that's true, ask yourself how you feel today versus how you felt a year or two years ago in terms of how you feel about the world on a day-to-day -day basis, how triggered you are about things that used to bother you, how conscious you are able to remain even as you walk around and within constructs of human reality. So, you know, are you able to now walk around a shopping mall and still feel completely connected to your own consciousness versus perhaps a few years ago, a shopping mall for you was too much, too much information, too much consumerism. But now you've reached this place where your state of consciousness has grown. And this is dimensional separation. So there is a coexistence and a harmony that is beginning to appear on the planet where more people can live not so much in their own world because we're still in the same world but at a different level of dimensional reality so i'm told i will elaborate more on this in the coming months because this is a kind of new concept to me that just came in today but february and beyond it's beginning to take place and it's beginning to become more apparent to people but it's been in process for a couple of decades this has been birthing and we have been moving towards a more grounded state of this dimensional separation. So for the very attuned among you, you might be noticing this and it might help explain why you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I felt weird without feeling weird. Like I feel altered, but 
it actually feels good and calm. So many of you are still getting used to and birthing this state of being. Okay. Heart energy twists and surprises was theme number four for this month. This is going to relate very much to relationships, personal relationships. There are going to be twists and surprises much in the same way, you know, a movie or a book can suddenly take a twist, a sudden turn, not just in the narrative. So it's not just necessarily that incidents in relationships are going to surprise you, but the way you react, many of us are going to be surprised. Those of us that go through these heart energy twists and surprises in February, perhaps the biggest shocker for you will be how quickly you come through it or how calmly you deal with it. It's not necessarily that there will be a lot of shocks or sudden changes that will show up for some. But for most of you, it will be, wow, my heart and the way that it responds to things has changed and has got broader, has become wider. Many of you are heart energy leaders and the work you do, the way you show up on the planet, how you help others, your role in the coming decade is going to be somebody who can be a beacon of heart energy, hold space for people's heart ups and downs. So many of you will notice your reactions to these heart energy twists and surprises, which may show up in February, will be quite different. That links a little into this dimensional separation piece that I was talking about as point number three. And point number five, theme number five is allowing speed. We're in an all new speed and I've talked about this on and off for the last seven, eight years of these energy updates that we've been in a time of accelerating speed and that's still true, but speed has changed. Time has changed. Our relationship to time has changed. Again, if you think back to how you felt and thought about time five years ago, and that's not just an aging thing, that's part of it, but it's to do with where we're at as a planet. Our relationship to speed and time has changed. And the message for this month is to allow the speed of your life without fighting it and to find the slowness in it. So the more we can surrender to the speed of everything, how fast everything might seem to you, uh, perhaps for you it's the opposite. Perhaps you feel like everything is slow. Letting go of our relationship with time in the old way so that we can have a new relationship with time. Now that one to me feels a little more abstract, but for some of you, uh, the idea of allowing speed to change in your life is going to come into focus in February. So February is a month that has five kind of key themes that I've been given. You may find yourself in one or two or all of them. Whatever happens for you this month, I hope you're able to be good to yourself so that you can be good for and show up for others when you need to and take time to reflect on these themes, whatever's going on in your life and allowing the speed of life to sit in your heart and to be with you. I find a really useful thing to do is to reflect back uh, on the previous week, on the previous month, on the previous year. That can often be very centering when you feel overwhelmed. And one of my things is always to try and focus on the very next thing I need to do, especially when overwhelm is high. Okay, so the world is overwhelming, your life is overwhelming. What can you do right now in this moment that is perhaps the next task or thing you need to do, or perhaps you walk away from your tasks or things that you feel you need to do and just sit with yourself for five minutes, put on some nice music, dance around the house, whatever it is, 
because the overwhelm energy is something that will keep pulling us in. The question is, can we pull ourselves out of it and find ways, strategies, and tools to keep soothing and resetting ourselves? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, if you stay tuned for the next minute or so, I'm going to play you a clip from the new MP3 that we're releasing into my members community this month, The Portal. The MP3 is called Heart Energy Rising, and it's a channeling and a sound healing. It's an hour long. It's a message from my guides about how heart energy is rising on the planet. We'll play that clip if you stay tuned. And The Portal is my members community where every month we offer tools and resources to sensitives, people who are waking up to their consciousness, intuitives, one of which is a monthly broadcast that I do on video and I answer questions, one of which is the MP3. Stephen Washington presents Qigong every month and we have a few other things in there. So check out the portal if you haven't already. We have some events coming up. I'm bringing my Impact the World training for change makers, healers, creatives, and soul-focused entrepreneurs. It's five days. It's what are the tools that we need to bring our work into the world on a practical level, and also what is the mindset and the energy approach that we need. And that's happening in Scottsdale, Arizona, five days long, Impact the World. I'm thrilled to tell you that we just started my weekly show, which is free. It's on YouTube, and it's also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's called Impact the World, and it's my conversations with change makers, people who are doing great things in the world about their journey, and also some inspirational tips for those of you who are bringing your work to the world. Really important time for all of us to show up with what it is that we're here to offer. We have a few live events coming up too. Uh, Intuitive Power is coming to Toronto and Calgary in March, all details at my website, and we still have a few spots left for my creative empowerment retreat with Scott Stabile, writer and love activist. And in June, we will be announcing the opening for booking on our European tour in, in June, in London, in Oslo, in Amsterdam, and in Berlin. Can't wait to be with you all. Uh, so stay tuned or get on my newsletter if you want to know when booking opens on my website, leeharrisenergy.com. For now, big love everyone. Here is a clip and a video from Heart Energy Rising. See you next month. So between 2020 and 2030, for most of you listening, and we mean well over 80% of you, they are going to be the best years of your life so far. Because your soul will be more alive and more aware than ever before, so that no matter what is going on outside you, you will understand there is a divine plan. And there are aspects of yourself to say goodbye to as you surrender more to your heart field. And that can be a little challenging. It can feel a little sad to say goodbye to the part of you that always asked someone else for a final decision rather than made it yourself. Yes, you say you have been working on your power and your empowerment and wanting to feel more able to be in your power and take decisions, and that is true. But so too is it true that you're going to miss the aspect of you that relied on others. Because what you will realize is the byproduct of that was connection. 
So as you learn to connect to yourself, your own heart more, you have that more mm, in your field now, uh, you will no longer need to rely on the final decisions of others as much. And as you let that go, you can thank it. You can thank that part of you that always second-guessed yourself so that you could get someone else to make a decision for you. Perhaps at one time it was low self-esteem, but eventually, as you moved up the rungs of the ladder with it, at the end, it was really just the enjoyment of having support. You actually could make that decision yourself, but you deferred it because you enjoyed the intimacy of somebody helping you. So it is always good to understand that in order to gain, something must also leave. We need a little more inside love when the world out there spins fast we need a little more inside love so the light in us can love Then the light in us will love.